Hello and welcome to episode 551 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Sunday, June 4th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Sunday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain the forgiveness of our sins. Behold, O Mother of God, at thy feet a miserable sinner, a slave of hell, who has recourse to thee and trusts in thee. I do not deserve that thou shouldest even look at me, but I know that thou, having seen thy son die for the salvation of sinners, hast the greatest desire to help them. I hear all call thee the refuge of sinners, the hope of those who are in despair, and the help of the abandoned. Thou art then my refuge, my hope, and my help. Thou hast to save me by thy intercession. Help me for the love of Jesus Christ. Extend thy hand to a miserable creature who has fallen and recommends himself to thee. I know that thy pleasure is to help a sinner to thy utmost. Help me, therefore, now that thou canst do so. By my sins I have lost divine grace, and with it my soul. I now place myself in thy hands. Tell me what I must do to recover the favor of my Lord, and I will immediately do it. He sends me to thee that thou mayest help me, and he wills that I should have recourse to thy mercy, that not only the merits of thy Son, but also that thy intercession may help me to save my soul. To thee then I have recourse. Do thou, who prayest for so many others, pray also to Jesus for me. Ask him to pardon me, and he will forgive me. Tell him that thou desirest my salvation, and he will save me. Show how thou canst enrich those who trust in thee. Amen. Thus I hope, thus may it be. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. And in this month dedicated to the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the month of June, the thought today from the saints for each day in June on the sacred heart, and this is for the fourth day of June by St. Alphonsus Liguri, the heart of Jesus is all charity. Therefore, does he wish all Christians to love one another? And the book this is from is entitled The Sacred Heart Book by Father F.X. Lassance, and it was initially published in 1903. Holy Face of Jesus of the Vale of Veronica. Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times, blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days, and communism. Pater noster, quies in celi, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et enor mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious, and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men, 
Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. Most sweet Jesus, Redeemer of the human race, turn thine eyes of mercy toward the children of that race, once thy chosen people. Of old they called down upon themselves the blood of the Savior. May it now descend upon them a laver of redemption and of life. Amen. Today, friends, we are going to take a look at an article from 1peter5.com entitled, Trinity Sunday, Do I Hear an Amen? by Father John Zulsdorf. It was initially published two days ago, as I'm recording this, June 2nd, 2023. Father Z begins by saying, Context is king in these weekly columns. Context enriches our encounter with the living word of God during the sacred liturgical action. In our liturgical participation, we too have contexts, life contexts. Our needs and concerns bring us to thank God and offer praise, to raise petitions and to express regret for sins of omission and commission, reflecting and calling forth the classic four ends of mass, end here being purpose, goal. We weave our context with the overarching macro context of the year and the micro context of the elements of mass. And in so doing, we are transformed by our encounter with mystery, ever alluring, ever overwhelming. Where are we in the liturgical year? With the passing of the octave of Pentecost, we enter into the season after Pentecost, the Tempus Per Annum. This liturgical season is not unrelated to the others. On the one hand, it echoes the themes of the Easter season. On the other hand, especially as it comes to its close, it foreshadows the theme of the end of the world and judgment, the four last things with the coming of Christ. Hence, the season after Pentecost, with its two dozen or so Sundays, dovetails with Paschal Tide and with Advent. I like to think of this period as the practical part of the year, wherein we learn better to live and integrate the great mysteries we celebrated over the last weeks in view of the judgment we will face. On this first day, of the season which celebrates no specific mystery, we celebrate the deepest mystery of all. While this Sunday does, in fact, have its own mass formulary, which can be used during the weekdays, we celebrate and reflect on the most holy trinity. Why now? In a sense, reflection on the trinity is the climax of all the feasts we have recently been through. While we address a great many of our prayers to God the Father as Jesus did, we also invoke the holy name of Jesus, and bind them up in the beautiful ribbon of the Holy Spirit. Also, as Pius Parsh once put it, the feast of the Holy Trinity is like the church's great Te Deum, the mighty hymn of thanksgiving to God, sung especially at auspicious times and moments of victory. He goes on to say that Holy Trinity Sunday is a synthesis of Christmas, Epiphany, Easter, Ascension, and Pentecost. Moreover, if that is a macro way of looking at the feast, its micro look draws our focused attention to each time we pray in reference to the Trinity, which is virtually every Catholic prayer. It reminds us that the sign of the cross is not a gesture to be made without full regard. It underscores our own identity because we were baptized in the names of the Most Holy Trinity. 
We are absolved in the names of the Trinity. We are on our deathbed sent to God in the names of the Trinity, each solemnly invoked. Our task is to look into the first reading or epistle for Sunday Masses. We have our context in the liturgical year. How about the context of the pericope or cutting of scripture for reading at Mass? We hear from the apostle to the Gentiles, St. Paul, writing to the Romans. In the context of Romans, Paul has been talking about the relationship between the chosen people and the Gentiles. In this chapter, 11, Paul uses the image of an olive tree to describe the Jews and Gentiles. Some branches are broken off in God's severity and in his mercy, others are grafted in their place. He says that branches from a wild olive, Gentiles, will take well to the graft, but how much more will branches taken from the original tree take to being grafted in? So, the Jews who have come to embrace Jesus and the truth. Thence, Paul can only sing about the mystery of God's mercy on us, so different from how we think and act. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. I kept here something of the formatting in the Revised Standard Version because of the poetic quality of the inserted words. It even ends with an amen. We have to contend with the statement that there are things we simply can't understand, not with human knowing and worldly experience. God reveals some things about himself through nature itself and through graces, but God remains totally other. I am reminded of Paul's words in Ephesians 3. See if this doesn't touch on the themes of Romans. We have sheer praise and also being grounded, which is like being grafted, followed by the mystery which cannot be expressed. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with might through his spirit, in the inner man, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The RSV gives us verse 36 as, For from him and through him and to him are all things. In the Douay, one finds, for of him and by him and in him are all things. One way to approach this could be to consider creation from the view of the three persons. Of course, all three persons participate in the acts of each. However, we can make distinctions. For that statement, for from him, we might think of the Father as the origin of the existence, even of the uncreated, that which is divine. The second and third persons proceed from the Father. For that by him, through him statement, we might consider the entirety of the cosmos, the vastness of which becomes more astonishing with every deep search of the Hubble telescope. We read of the second person, the divine logos, in the prologue of John. All things were made by him, and without him was made nothing that was made. We might also consider the unfathomable number of angels, the number of which could rival the number of everything that moves. If the Hubble shows us big things far away, billions of galaxies with billions of stars, other instruments show us subatomic particles, 
which move. Get your head around that in reference to the number of angels. That in him to him statement is a little harder, but we can apply it to the Holy Spirit. The spirit at the beginning of creation brought order to the void and primordial chaos. This was done by the one who proceeds from the father and from the son. The reciprocal love between the first and the second person, each giving their perfect self-gift to other, the gift of everything they are, including personhood. Hence, the ordering spirit is also a person, bringing the relationship of the divine persons into a harmony of three rather than a closed circle of two. The ordering of creation was in his ordering, and it flows back to him as the orderer of love. It is this originating, enacting, ordering, indwelling love that we thrust from our souls through mortal sin. That is what is restored in the sacrament of penance. We are made in the very image and likeness of God. Make to know, to will, to love. We freely accept God in his triune mystery and we freely reject as well that we can return to harmony and love in God after we sin. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. Amen. So ends the article. As they say, friends, our God is an awesome God. How magnificent is the Lord. How rich in mercy. He is mercy itself. Think of the graces that we get from the sacrament of penance. From receiving our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in his body, blood, soul, and divinity in Holy Communion. It is astonishing. It's been said by G.K. Chesterton, I believe, but probably several others. Catholicism is almost too good to be true, except it's all true. What a gift that we have in the Catholic Church. What a gift we have in our lives. As Patrick Madrid, the great Catholic apologist, rightly says, the two greatest gifts the Lord will ever give you are your lives and the Catholic religion. We must hold fast to both of them with all of our might and thank God for these tremendous gifts. Let's mention once more, friends, Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. I'd also like you to tune into episode 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, if you haven't already, they feature interviews with my wonderful sister, Toby, and my wonderful niece, Brielle. One interview I did, the other done by Word on Fire. Pertaining to RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers, just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf, so RPM has been a revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers. Excuse me. You can imagine how frustrated you would be if you couldn't communicate your most basic thoughts, you know, not only your your hopes and your dreams, your fears, your emotions and so forth, but just what you'd like to have for dinner, what your favorite color is, what your favorite kind of car is, just basic everyday things, things that those of us who can speak tend to take for granted. RPM breaks down the walls of silence and helps non-speakers to communicate. 
communication is a human right. We need to get the word out there. RPM has helped thousands of families. We pray that it will help thousands more. Once again, H-A-L-O hyphen S-O-M-A dot org. Halo, Halo, I'm sorry, Halo hyphen Soma dot org. As well as episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail, Joseph the Just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honorum mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honorum mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostri. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicuderat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. Virgo potens, or pronobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pronobis. Sancta Raphael, archangeli, ora pronobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 551 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Please give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts if you believe Our Lady's podcast is worthy of it or wherever you're listening to this. But most importantly, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. They need your help. Goodbye and God love you.